Welcome to King of the Podcast. It's another episode of this uh, intermittent podcast today. We are talking to you about the one, the only, 1954 Godzilla. Classic. Classic. True, true classic. True classic alert, to paraphrase. A wiser person than these words. The one that started the whole thing. Yeah. The... Yeah. No, the, a movie... Like, it's not the first uh, monster disaster movie, but it is, I think, the most prolific. Uh, not... No, I don't think there's very many movies that have spawned over 30 sequels. Uh, <laughs> over, you know, six... I guess more than six, seven decades. Hey, give John Wick some time, okay? That's true. That's true. It's like, this is actually a John Wick 4 podcast, you idiots. You idiots. It's not. But imagine. Not, but maybe one day. One day. When the dust settles. Podcast. Great, great. Sounds good. All right. Classic. Moving on. Godzilla. Godzilla. What is a Godzilla? Godzilla. So, old Godzilla walking around Tokyo City like a big playground. But before I've that, heard this. he this blows true. up um, a lot of boats. A lot There's of boats. There's a lot Several of boats, boats. that he, he blows up. Everyone gets really sad. They go, what's blowing up all these boats? They... Mess around a bit. This old man says it's Godzilla. Everyone's like, well, I guess it could be Godzilla. And they explain that Godzilla is a legend on this island that, you know, whenever the fishing harvest is bad, it is because Godzilla, kind of this mythological spirit of the sea, is displeased and they have to do things to please him, um, such as this dance that they do. Gotta do the Godzilla um, dance. And. Time goes on, and basically it is revealed that Godzilla is here, and he's here to stay. The dance did not work, and the movie kind of progresses, uh, showing Godzilla destroying um, progressively more and more of, um, of, of, of Japan, and eventually Tokyo itself. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot going on in Godzilla. It's... There sure is. It's very packed for a movie that is, you know, an hour and 40. Um, yeah. Yep. But uh, basically at the end, a scientist uh, has, it reveals he's been working on this oxygen destroyer chemical. Um, and they use this chemical to destroy Godzilla. Um, and the scientist... Um, sacrifices his own life because he doesn't want that discovery ever being found um, or used ever again. Yes. Because as you see, Godzilla is really almost more of a war movie or, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, it is a disaster movie, but there's there's a lot going on in Godzilla. There's a lot going on in Godzilla. Unfortunately, I did not watch Godzilla. I actually played the Game Boy game Godzilla the series. This is not true. This is a reference to the previous episode. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. 
It's a good bit. Yeah. Isn't that also on Game Gear? This is a Game Boy Advance game. Oh, okay. Well, there's a Game Gear Godzilla game. There is. And I, I played it once. It was really horrific hearing the, the Godzilla theme and little, you know, cutesy chiptune coming from a Game Gear. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Not good. So, Godzilla. Yeah. This is one of my favorite movies. This is this is true. This is your one of your favorite movies. This is my first time seeing it. Uh, yeah, this is the third. I think it's the third time I've seen it. Maybe it's the fourth. Um, I have this on I have the Criterion Blu-ray for this. Um, so it was really, I mean, really good to watch it. I love I love this movie. Um, it's probably what really really solidified my interest in this genre of film yeah um i mean our podcast is you know named after the americanized version of the movie from 1956 which i've never seen and i'm assuming you've never seen unless you watched it tonight watch the japanese that's good that's good i would i would actually i would actually kill you the next time i saw you if you're like oh whoops i watched the other one this time um i won't say much about that one last time other than that, it's bad. And honestly, I feel like we should probably just do a separate yes episode for it at some point, just yes. as like a you know kind of to address these Americanizations. But regardless, um, where was I? <laughs> anyway, Godzilla. It's a movie that I is really near and dear to my heart. Um, I cried the first time I watched it. I cried again today. I don't know why. It is just it just affects me. Um, I think part of that is considering that this movie was made nine years that is, after the yeah. bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. Um, and that is very evident in the way that, that everything is framed um, in this movie. Anyway, I don't know. I There's so much I could say, but I think for you as the first time viewer, I'm, I'm more curious to hear what, what you want to you want to talk about and what what you pulled from this yeah this movie i mean i will preface this in saying it's been a very long week and i'm kind of out of it but it still it did strike me just like how like the difference in quality between like this and like say a rodan or yeah. you know the any of the other things that we've watched where it's like this is clearly this is you know like you said it's, it's not even really a monster movie more of a war movie and it's you know it's about it's about nuclear annihilation it's about it like every single thing about it is yeah. influenced by this idea of humanity now has the the capability to destroy itself that it didn't have 10 years ago how do yeah. we reconcile with that how do we reconcile with the use of this you know this this new incredible power that we have so, you know, like it's, it, it, especially the whole subplot of the, you know, the oxygen destroying, uh, like the, uh, the, the scientists creating the thing that destroys oxygen. That really yeah. struck me as like the whole, like his whole view on that is this is a weapon. This could, this cannot, I can, I can't let this be a weapon. Like, yeah, it's so clearly influenced by a society that has just gone through this horrific atrocity yeah no and and the way everything is 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 framed and shot too you know like there's a lot of focus on 
people in pain or suffering or whatever, even from the very, you know, pretty yeah. much right at the start of the movie with, you know, this house that is just like flattened by Godzilla. Um, and, you know, the people, there's people still inside. And it's, you know, one of the characters, I think it's his mom and his brother. I'm not, I, I can never quite remember, but it's his family in there. And he is, yeah, screaming in pain as he watches his house be reduced to nothing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it gets progressively more and more the focus of the movie as time goes on. And after Godzilla's, you know, big rampage, um, it, which I, 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 I love this movie because the big rampage is not the, the end of no, the movie. You know, no, like a it's... lot of them, yeah, have like a big battle or something. Or, yeah, a big rampage that's ended, and then it's like, okay, we're safe. But but it is, there's still, like, 20 minutes left by the time it's over. Yeah, because, like, the, yeah, the um the whole, the, like, the, the last act of the movie, you barely see Godzilla. It's mostly, like, people talking and, like, trying to figure out how to deal with Godzilla. Um, and, like, you were speaking with, like, the human stuff. Like, I remember very vividly the one shot of, like, like a, an impromptu clinic set of, like, checking children for radiation. Which yeah. I cannot imagine, like how how that would have been, like you know, seeing this, not even ten years after after yeah. the, the, the nuclear bombings in Japan, like that's insane. Yeah, no, there's that. Yeah, that whole clim- that whole impromptu hospital thing is is so uh, emotional. I guess I don't really know how else to. Yeah, and and impactful. Um, yeah, no, I. Oh, um, <laughs> it's it it is crazy. It is crazy. Like having like I'm glad that we didn't do this as our first one. Yeah, like, getting the context of honestly like it's as it's very interesting seeing the context post Godzilla of mm-hmm. how this changed the Japanese film industry because again it's not the focus of of Godzilla honestly isn't really. Godzilla is a big monster and he do- he destroys things. It's you know it's it's like obviously it's it's the nuclear annihilation aspect of yeah. it. It's the main you know thing of the movie. Uh, but the takeaway for that going forward was let's make monster movies. Yeah, and even like I would, but the approach to variety does continue i think because mm-hmm. in f- further you know there's there's a lot of you know subplots with people and stuff yes but nowhere else do they quite all serve you know one f- function like this movie mm-hmm. i mean this movie has um you know even moments of satire it's yeah. like there's a part where godzilla comes uh you know when he's rampaging through tokyo and he's walking towards this TV yeah, broadcasting that, station. That was such a good bit. And the newscasters are just like, wow, this is fantastic. I can't believe Godzilla's coming to kill us. This is great, everybody. Wow, look at this great shot. Will we survive? You know, just like it's about... It's looking like the end for us, that gang. We'll see you in the next life. And even in like... The, at the very end, you know, the radio announcer's like, well, three cheers for this young doctor who has saved us all. And everyone yeah. else is crying. Everyone else is literally crying and weeping yeah. because he is dead. Because there is no triumph. Yeah. Um, that is one thing I think is one of my biggest takeaways from this movie. There is no, yeah. there is no triumph over Godzilla. There's no, like, his theme, the theme of the movie, like the musical theme, rather, mm-hmm. is 
so bleak. It's yeah. just this these repeating notes, you know, that 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 move up or down a little bit, you know, to to create var- variation. But it's it's just this march of mm-hmm. of destruction and and death. And yeah, we can't do anything. Like we can try. It's it's fatalist. It's I don't know. I think yeah that. That theme alone is insane. Also, speaking of sound design, for I think we're going to, I don't know. Yeah, let's move into, I guess, I want to talk about sound design. Yeah, uh, specifically do Godzilla. Do it. Um, Godzilla's roar. Oh, my God. Classic. Very that iconic. That is you know, not only, oh, it's iconic, but, like, that that just sounds like hell on earth to me. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it is, it's not it's, a pleasant sound. No. And it sounds so alien, too. Like, it doesn't. I mean, I guess, you know, there aren't Yeah, I'm just going to many... do the audience a favor. Hey, Editor Zach, put in Godzilla's Roar now. Great. Okay, now continue. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, there aren't, like... There isn't a codified idea of what a dinosaur is at this point, mm-hmm. necessarily, you know? like They did have to do their um, little PowerPoint of, this is a brontosaurus, and this is yeah. a da da yeah, no, that. we we've not hit the '90s um, obsession with with dinosaurs yeah. quite yet, but it's still I don't know. Yeah, it just sounds so alien and metallic and painful and mm-hmm. mournful. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, I I love Godzilla's roar. Um, I love you know the I love the rampaging. It's oh my god. Because the other thing that makes this movie really effective for me is how it, 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 I don't know, it seamlessly combines really campy aspects, mm-hmm. but it is just surrounded with such emotion and passion and care that you are swept up into it and you don't care, you know? Like, it, mm-hmm. it really, for me, gets at the heart of movies as these... Yeah, just fundamentally goofy and silly. Oh, what? We go into a big room to go watch something, you know, trick our brains in in many ways, you know, to get us to just think about something. Like, yeah, that's kind of weird, but it's just, I don't know. It, it is both, captures both, yeah, the, the campiness and and fun um, of, of movies with, a, you know, a very serious and potent um, message. I love the part when, I think there's one thing I noticed this time, um, when Sarazawa, the mad scientist, he's showing um, this woman, Emiko, yes. he's showing her the oxygen destroyer. And he puts his little capsule in this, this tank of fish and it starts bubbling. And the first time... Um, we see this, we don't actually see what happens. We just see her reaction. Yeah. Um, and her reaction, I don't know, the, that is, at first, like, I was really watching her face this time, and there's a moment where she almost starts, like, smiling. Like, yeah. She's was... so captured by this, the, the thrill of discovery and... Um, you know, and it's in like one of the schlockiest scenes in the whole movie. Like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a mad scientist with an eye patch, 
and he's taken this young woman, to, you know, to show her his horrific science experiment, and she's going to scream about it, and he's going to throw a big lever, and electricity is whirring, and bubbles are, you know, and he has his scientific yeah. equipment everywhere. It's so stock um, in so many ways, and I, I love it so much. And she's staring at it with this this excitement, and then that quickly turns into revulsion. Um, I don't know. I, yeah. I think... I, I relate that just to the experience of watching movies in general, of, of, of yeah, of going to see things that that shock and excite and, I don't know, like, like John Wick Four, uh, in theaters everywhere, see it in IMAX. <laughs> um, the other like the other thing that really struck me was just like the la- honestly like the, the the lack of characterization of godzilla like it doesn't yeah. feel like godzilla is like a, is, is a character with agency and desires which is like in the other movies where it's like you know mothra is you know at least it's like it, may, it feels like it's making choices or like gamera gamera obviously friend of the children you know that's a character yeah it's just godzilla is giant thing and it destroys things and it just keeps moving it's like they you know they first yeah. they think it's a, it's a typhoon and it's like yeah because it's just a force of nature sweeping through the country destroying everything in its path like it doesn't want anything it doesn't have any desires it's just there it just is it's just and it just incidentally destroying everything in its path yeah they don't even play up like it's animalistic behaviors like you know in rodan or something we're like oh you're making it angry oh like the 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 one scientist the the zoologist he he says that a little bit at, at one point but that's never like his protestations are not listened to. They never, you know, it's not like usually in a movie like this, that kind of revelation becomes, oh, this guy said we got to do something about it. You know, like we got, we got to change our approach to dealing with Godzilla. But instead his uh, future son-in-law just says, no, we need to leave now. We need to go up to the hill to, to go be safe. Like we need to get out of here. There's no room to adjust their strategy because they cannot, you There's cannot that. stop what is coming. They build an insanely high wall. You know, they build these power converters to try and electrocute Godzilla, and Godzilla just walks through it as if, as if there was yeah, there was nothing there. Then he, I will say, Godzilla then does use ice breath. Yeah, the atomic breath, I think. But other than that, it's just like yeah, it's not ice breath. It is. It is it, atomic breath. Okay, it melts everything. Ah, that that does make sense. You don't you don't get that with the you don't really it's hard to tell that with black and white, which is why black and white's bad, which is why old movies are bad. Anyways, I think the black and white in this movie is some no, of my it, favorite yeah, stuff it, ever it, put on like on film. I can't remember. I, I I'm pretty sure like because uh, a lot of these older movies when they like got re-released on VHS or whatever they got like colorized, and that's insane to me because this yeah. movie has to be black and white. Like yeah, it, no, it, it just does not. Like work. the contrast, like the deep, like just yeah. It, again, it, it just adds to this like doom and gloom. There's you know no hope. It is it is black and white. You're not you know. Yeah, I. It also I think for me, um, it really makes those scenes at night. Yes. Like works so insanely well um godzilla standing in a sea of fire 
you know, in the wreckage of Tokyo as he has destroyed it is so effective because the night is so dark and the fire is so blindingly white. You know, we Godzilla is almost introduced earlier as saying, yeah, Godzilla was baptized in a nuclear holocaust. Yeah. And now Godzilla is doing the same, like, to Tokyo. and Or even, even before he starts rampaging, even when he's just um, in the water... And the way the water looks in this movie is is mm-hmm. so mesmerizing and entrancing, but but horrific when it's at night, you know. But like, yeah, the way just his head will appear out of the water, and people will lose their minds because they're like, "Oh my god, that's Godzilla!" We, you know, like, yeah. And it is scary. It's so effective. Oh my god, I love this movie. <laughs> Should we? move on to completely missing the point of anything and rating Godzilla. Sure. Great. Sounds good. So, <laughs> um, let's go. So we're uh, back at Wikizilla. Mm-hmm. Number one stop for, uh, information. Just mm-hmm. any information. So Godzilla, um, mutated iguana. I don't know if that's mm. ever mentioned in this movie, but no, they they posit instead that. Well, I guess that would make sense considering he, the scientist references you know like marine reptiles that are making the transition from water to land. But okay, apparently this is in the um, the nineteen ninety eight. Is it is a so oh bad disregard Godzilla. that bad Godzilla. Oh, oh. disregard um, disregarded. Gratefully, yeah, my friend. Um, so uh, abilities, as we mentioned, the um, hold on, sorry, I'm losing my place on this page. This wiki is not easy to navigate. So, as we mentioned, we got the atomic breath. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Classic. Classic. Um, spiral heat ray. Now, this does not factor into this film but it is strong it is a powerful um ability mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. yeah so it's more powerful than the atomic breath so that's oh. an, important to keep in mind um i did not know that also has a nuclear pulse nuclear pulse sorry and magnetic powers so okay uh Damn. don't know what that means um <laughs> he can apparently he can generate powerful magnetic fields after okay. being struck by lightning several times, so that's oh, you know, okay. Durability, right. obviously. Yeah. Um, and in one movie, he uses atomic breath. Is uh, actually sorry. Is Godzilla? What 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 pronouns are, are is is Godzilla like? Godzilla uses is t- traditionally um, depicted with he him pronouns, okay. I believe. Okay. But yeah, so he. Has you in one movie used atomic breath to fly backwards? Yes. So it, you need to see that. I have seen I, I'm seeing a happens. picture of it. And it's it, amazing. I can send you a gif of it if you want. I to. would very much appreciate. Okay. That. I keep one saved on my computer at all times. <laughs> That's good. Because I love Godzilla. Just uh. Give me one yeah, little one old uh, So here's what it looks like in in motion. 
Oh yeah, I've seen that. That is very that's classic. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's hard to rate Godzilla because it's like on one hand it is a very basic monster, but on the other hand it's Godzilla. But also, so, like with, you know what? Whatever. I don't care. Godzilla is S tier. That's is true. Double triple S tier. Double triple supreme S tier Godzilla content. Yeah. Coming at you. Yeah. What do we do next? Do we do music next? I think we do music. Yeah, next. we usually do music next, so I'll have to. I haven't listened. To songs okay, I have, so. but I completely forgot because it's a very forgettable song. So. Yeah, it's almost like this whole this whole bit isn't really a. Well, we're too late. Yeah, we're too far into it. Also, we have to get to the Green Day song. Yeah, we do have to get. We have to at least get to the. I mean, we could just. Nope. We could just skip. Nope. Okay. Commitment. So the track for this week is Air by the Ben Folds 5. So if you've ever listened to Ben Folds, it's just, I don't know, kind of moody singer-songwriter aesthetic stuff. You know, a lot of piano. A lot of piano. Uh, there's really not much to say about it. No, I, don't know I have nothing to say about it. This it's just kind of sad. Song. Why is this in the movie? I have no Does idea. Does Godzilla like listen to this after every he finds that everyone hates him? Oh. You know, he realizes he's a loser with no friends and he's walking around <laughs> New York City. Oh, and he's got his hands in his pockets no and he's kicking around he's kicking around a, a, a transit bus. That's so like sad. A That's, That's a sad image. Sad. What if he was listening to this while flying backwards? Oh, had thought of that, did you? Okay. Also, the song does get get a little bit better around one fifteen. I actually like this. I, I like this part about coming up for air. You know what? Now the the chorus for this song is good. Wait, hold on. Is this video what? This video that I'm watching, it's clearly a fan made. Huh? I'm watching a, like some like fan made music video of it because that's the first thing oh. I picked on a YouTube. See, it's... I just I I own this album on CD. And so Why? I just have it installed on my computer. Why is there an animated plane? <laughs> Who is this plane here? Huh? I'm Lincoln. I'm, I'm Lincoln. That's you. crazy. I don't know who this plane is. I don't trust this plane. I can tell you that much. Why is this on the Godzilla? soundtrack is my question like it's a you know what it's a good song i'll say it's a good song i enjoy Wait, it okay there's kiki from kiki's delivery service later in this video this is a good video actually <laughs> this is the godzilla ben air ben folds five <laughs> lyrics amv yes i mean it is except most of it isn't anime it's just mostly stock footage Damn. oh and also <laughs> Shaun of the dead Oh, Chloe Spears. You know what? what? Icon. You just went from 15 subscribers to 16 subscribers. Let's go. Let's go. So this this song kind of came from the band kind of near the end of their uh, original run. Yes. Um, from 1993 to 2000. Um, at which point... They amicably broke up in October. Huh. I, I know don't... nothing about Ben Folds 5. 
I know. I mean, yeah. This is this is the greatest commentary on music you people are ever gonna hear. I don't want to hear any complaints, okay? Because we, I know, are music people. That's me. Okay, I've accidentally started listening to the next song in the soundtrack. I this I, is a terrible turn of events. Okay, you know what? I liked coming up for air. It was it was it's okay. fine. I, get, it's, I don't know it's what it's just, doing. Yeah, Godzilla. It, there's it's such a weird choice. Such you may, a you may notice a, a a running theme here on this. Uh, We're gonna watch this movie one day and be like, no, this all makes sense. Roland Roland Emmerich is a genius. (laughs) Roger don't understand. You may have killed those two women in Ireland in your car, but but I understand it now. It's fine. Everything is fine. War Games is a good movie. War Games is a good movie. It is a good movie. I said it like it's not, but it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, not a Godzilla though. So no. Sadly. Um, oh, it's it's Amazon time. I'm looking at Amazon, and Great. I'm looking at the Criterion Collection Blu-ray specifically. It's the one that I have. Um, wait, hold on. I was gonna say there isn't any good reviews, but I did just find one. That's and good. And you need, I'll need you to confirm or deny this. So this is a five-star review from Jillian Oakley in Canada. Mm-hmm. Title: There's a pop-up Godzilla in the inside. There is. I can confirm this for the headline. They asked the me to write what is important to know. This is very important. <laughs> you know what, Jillian? You're not wrong. That's really good. That's uh, yeah. It's it is an important uh, part of the Criterion experience, Blu-ray experience for. Uh, for Godzilla, it's it's really a, a, a great little little package. Um, we have an like. evil review from D Zav. Oh, no. uh, it's a five star review from uh, Reviewed in Canada, titled "The First Godzilla Movie Is So Bad It's Good." <laughs> I'm a Godzilla fan. The first Godzilla movie is so bad <laughs> it's good. <laughs> These have you are on our enemy list. Sleep <laughs> oh, with one God. eye open. Yeah. No. Huh. Oh, that did that did actual damage to me. I'm gonna die. I, I am literally cannot wrap my head around that. How do you? What? I mean, like, I think it's because some people are are so brain dead. Have just been been like had any critical thinking stripped out of them, and they just all walk through life like the nostalgia critic does. Don't That's what it has that. to be. Don't even you know, say like that. don't bring this, that name. Like on one hand, podcast. you know, like you do not have a career on YouTube that long without some people agreeing with you. You know, you do not release your version of the wall without some level of, of hubris oh my god anyways sorry that is it's evil it's an evil thing to say it's an evil thing to say yeah these are the people who have no imagination whose brains have just had the air sucked out of it and all they think is if the effects are good and by good they mean you know quote unquote realistic it's always a moving target. Then it's a good movie. If the effects are bad, then they're funny. I. It reminds me of 
um, when I was in film school, our teachers would always talk about this one student they had who would, who would refuse to watch any movie in black and white. And I really like whatever. If you don't want to watch black and white movies, I don't care. But you're going into this like you clearly care about this as an art form. I just, that I don't understand. That's an insane yeah to me. Yeah, like. What? I'm trying to remember right now. Um, is it? Oh, I'm trying to remember who said that quote. If it was I, my brain is telling me it's Brian Eno, but someone once said, I'm pretty sure it was Brian Eno, said that the um, the limitations of any medium. I mean, mm, one yes, that yes, you know yes, that the limitations yes. of any medium is what is going to be most missed would... about it. Literally you know, as... thinking about this exact quote today because I was picking up digitized tapes, and I was in yeah, a it's... house full of analog technology, and it was heaven. Yeah, is going to be the thing that's most missed as soon as you move on. And then, second of all, those moments, um, film grain, or you know, like bad CGI or what have you know, like the VHS scan lines. I love the way he describes it, or, or whoever said this describes it, as art transcending it's you know of of a piece of art too powerful to be contained by the medium it is housed in yeah here i found um, the i found the quote it's whatever you find you. whatever you now find weird ugly and uncomfortable and nasty about a new medium will surely become its signature yes that's it yeah 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 and then that those those things are are, are representative of yeah the human spirit almost breaking free through it sometimes you know i don't know anyways yeah it's that we as as people and the things we put together are are just too powerful for for weird magic tapes yeah that that hold video or or film or what anyways and sorry, this yeah. is why i paid 20 dollars to get weird film developed this week that's good it's good so thank you ryan you know <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't really have that much to. St- I don't really have that many more. Um, yeah, it's a Criterion thing, so you know, for the it's anyone spending the money on this except Dzav, you know, probably has thoughtful opinions or at least has you yeah. know some level of of like f- appreciation. Which is not what the, what our show is about, you know. We are yeah, the we only got people w- who yeah. are smart enough to understand movies. Okay, we don't want all of you people out there. Um, yeah, yeah. Amazon reviews stuff. is for can't. funny. Found it. Found it. Found funny. Yeah. You found funny. Five star review. Marion Belanger. Titled Godzilla. Tarek. Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Wow! Classic. Um, is that? Is that? I'm us? gonna. I'm gonna do one more. Do it. Hit it. Three stars. This comes to us from Thomas. Classic Thomas. Original Godzilla movie. I had thought that this was a collection of Godzilla movies. It is not. It is only the first one, and it is in Japanese with English subtitles. 
It's fine if that's what you want, but it is somewhat expensive for a single 60-year-old movie. This guy does not understand Criterion Collection. Get this guy out of here. Get, Get him out this of my sight. This out of my eyes. Not understand the beauty of paying too much for a movie. Well, no, exactly enough. Exactly how much it's here. worth in my heart. Huh. Don't want to see him. With that, we are moving on from that, and I think that's the end of the show. That's the end of... Wow, this is our longest episode. This is a... You know what? I'll say it. Certified banger of an episode. This episode and... is of monstrous proportions. All right, you can come kill me now. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say... I, w- I don't know if I'd go as far as to say that, but I would say thank you to our incredible friend, Kaya who created our beautiful podcast art, which features a certain crazy lizard named Godzilla. Except for legal reasons, it's not Godzilla. Um, doesn't matter. No one listens to the show. But thank you, Kaya, because it's incredible. We love that art. Um, and also, thanks to Kev. Every time, every time, every thank time, I, for, I forget the, the name of the, the song. It's Rock, Rock on Chicago. Chicago. Nope. Rock on Chicago. Keep, keep on rocking Chicago. Don't stop the rock music Chicagoland area mm-hmm. by my good friend and pal uh, Kevin McLeod. It's been a long week. It's been a long week. Uh, been a long week, but you know what? Kevin McLeod, as always, helped out in a pinch. So thanks, Kevin. Uh, yeah, Rock on Chicago. That took a long time. Um, because it's Goodbye, Spotify changed changed from Anchor to Spotify Podcasters, and I couldn't find it in my thing. Anyways, yeah. Let's get out of here, losers. Come back when we do the show again. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to uh, the, the everyone's favorite part of the show, the super secret part where I read a comment from gocomics.com slash Garfield slash I click the random comic button and read the first comment I see. Uh, shout out to Kaya, artist behind our incredible podcaster for uh, listening all the way to the end of the last episode and uh, hearing the first installment of the segment. Uh, this one goes out to you. Another bad hair day for John. Thanks for listening.